Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Chelsea. And guess what? We have a very special announcement. This is a very special episode, you guys, with a very special Go announcement. Go ahead and bring that horn in, Brian. Rear, that was a great... Rear. Did you oh. hear he put it in last yes, time? Yes, I love that. I am with child. <laughs> Kelsey is having a freaking baby, you guys. I'm pregnant and it feels so good to say this out loud. I was telling JC I'm like nervous before recording this episode. I don't know why. I'm not like scared people are going to be mean to me for any reason, but it's just like now the world knows. I mean, lots of people knew before, but, and maybe people guessed, but now it's like your friends and family. Yeah, like friends and family. Mm -hmm. And we weren't like trying to be too... Literally, Nick told everyone we met on the street. So <laughs> every time we meet someone that he's like, and keep it on the DL, but she's pregnant. I'm like, okay. But it feels good to tell you guys because, you know, we're besties. So, <laughs> and you are also very far along. So it's like, yeah. you are full on like baby bump. How many weeks are you when this comes out? It'll be a week from today. I'll be 21 weeks when this comes out. So it's I'm crazy. a little tiny bit over halfway there. So crazy. It's been a ride, you guys. It's been quite a ride. I feel like I have known this information for years. For years. Yeah. Like, you know what I was actually thinking? Doesn't is, Palm Springs feel like 20 years ago? Yes. Chelsea told me in Palm Springs. And that feels no joke like a year and a half ago to me at this point. <laughs> yeah, it does. Same, honestly. And that was when you were what? Like four weeks? Like right away? Yeah. Like I think five I was weeks. Like, yeah, like five or six weeks. Yeah. Maybe. Which is crazy. Yeah. So, so I'll give us the I'll run give you, through. Yeah, I'll give you a little run through. Basically, I feel like I have said this actually on the podcast that we were trying, but maybe I've just been like very vague about it. But whenever we talk about fertility on the podcast, I, I try not to give anything away. Like I'm always like, oh yeah, I like relate to, you know, trying for a baby. And then people be like, is Chelsea trying right now? I'm like, well, I'm currently You're pregnant. Right. But we try. We started trying like last summer and we tried for about 10 months naturally. Just, you know, I was tracking my ovulation, tracking my um, symptoms around ovulation. If you don't have the Flow app for any person, if you're not trying, if you're just menstruating, I love the Flow app mm-hmm. because it helps you like understand your cycle. Anyways, we were trying, we were like decided last summer that we really wanted to start trying for kids. So we started trying 
took 10 months. And then in March, you know, <laughs> I was going to say, you know, we did the deed. <laughs> uh, you know what they do to have babies. And it was like a couple days before I was supposed to start my period. And we were out and about and I was like, felt so nauseous all of a sudden out of absolutely nowhere. We were walking out of a restaurant. And I was like, I'm going to throw up like in the plants over here. I stopped and, and Nick was like, what the heck? Like, I haven't felt sick in forever. Like, get the stomach flu, got yeah. nauseous. And I was like, that was so weird. And Nick was like, maybe you're pregnant. But me and Jason talk about this all the time. It's like every single month when you're trying, you're like, oh, maybe. Is that pregnancy? Is yes. That, and the period and pregnancy symptoms are the exact same. They're identical. Yeah. It's awesome. You're like, I have sore boobs. I'm a little bit nauseous and I'm a little bit moody. They're like, could be pregnancy mm -hmm. or could be your period. Anyways, so I was, after a couple months of trying, I think regardless, you start to get a little jaded of like, Okay, this is, you know, after it doesn't work the first month, you just think, you just hear like these people have it one, you know, do the dirty one time and they get pregnant and you're just like, oh, that's how it works. Totally. And then when it doesn't, you're like, okay. So I was a little bit jaded. I was trying not to like get my hopes up too much with every symptom that I was having in this particular month, which was March. And so I got nauseous and then I noticed I had like blue veins on my boobs. I'd never seen that before. And I was like, what the heck? And they were kind of sore, but they always get sore around the same time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so I was feeling just a little bit like, I think I might be pregnant this month. Like this might be the month, but I say that every month, but you know, we're, I'm really feeling like it. And I didn't really ever take pregnancy tests. I would always just wait for my period to start to see if I was pregnant or not while we were trying. And so I went and I actually got pregnancy tests and I was going to try and surprise Nick and, and take the test. And I was like, if I'm pregnant, then I can like try and surprise him in a cute way. And mm -hmm. if not. So I went and got the test. I came back home and I accidentally left my purse in the car. And at this point, I was like a day late for my period. But again, my period was not very regular. So it wasn't out of the blue for it to be a couple days late. And I was like, hey, Nick, can you go grab my purse out of the car? Like I just was my laziness was the <laughs> what um, made him find the pregnancy test because he brought the person and he was like, oh, why do you have a pregnancy test? You think you're pregnant? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I know I'm, I'm yeah. suspicious. And so I just kind of put it in the drawer for a couple days and was still kind of waiting for my period because for some reason, I just preferred having my period than doing a, a negative pregnancy I test. I feel like that's a good way to go. I think having, that's what I've been doing lately. I haven't taken a pregnancy test in like, a while. Yeah. So much better. Like, yeah. I feel like it's just when you get a negative pregnancy test, it's like, it's, it just, it's like just literally writes it out. Yes. For you. It's like not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. Confirmation. It's yeah. honestly, I think it's better to start your period. That's yeah. how I feel as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I mean, either way, it just kind of sucks when you're trying. Yes. Because either you're for either sure. seeing a negative or you literally are bleeding and you're just yeah, like, it's cool. definitely annoying either way for sure. Anyways. So I was kind of just going through the days, I was waiting for my period to come and nothing was happening. And I was like, okay, I still hadn't taken the test because I, I didn't want it. This was the first time I was going to take a test. So I was like- You've never taken a pregnancy test? Uh, well, no, I have, um, okay. but not since we started trying. Wow. So I had like, when I would be scared before yeah. when we weren't trying to have kids and I was terrified I was pregnant and I was hoping for negatives at that point, but I right. hadn't taken one hoping for a positive at mm -hmm. this point. So- I think it was the day before me and Nick went to Cabo, Mexico on our anniversary trip. And I had started getting cramps that morning. And we all know the feeling of cramps. And I was like, oh, I'll probably start. But when I get cramps, I start within the hour. Like, 
as soon as I feel a cramp, I'm like, I got to get something in. Like I'm about to start bleeding basically. And I didn't start bleeding the whole entire day. And I was still having cramps. And I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. And I told Nick, I'm like, I'm just going to wait till we get back from Mexico to take a test. And he was like, are you crazy? Like we're going to be there for a whole week. And you're just going to wait until we get back to maybe see if you're pregnant at that point. He's like, just take the test. So I was like, okay, I'll just take the test and get it over with. And that way I will be prepared and I can bring tampons to Mexico because I know I'm going to start my period or, you know, I know I'm pregnant. And so I went and took the test and I was absolutely shocked when I saw that it was positive. It turned positive within two seconds. Like I peed on it. And before I even could push record on my phone, (laughs) I like went to go put it down because, you know, you have to wait like two minutes for it to show up. And I put it down on the counter and it said, like it had the plus sign. And I was like, oh, my jaw dropped. And I started pushing record. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't get my first initial reaction to it because whatever. And that was the most important thing. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But I was just shocked. I was just like, uh, 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 like this actually worked? Like what the heck? And then Nick came in and he was like, I was like, is this fake? Is this fake? I kept saying like, is this fake? Like, I got to try again. Like maybe this is a malfunction, which... I feel that's like that's really a classic happened. thing that people say. They're like, it must not be real. Yeah. But I completely understand why. It's like, you just, it's shocking. Yeah, it was purely, it was truly just quite the shock. And so I took another one. Sure enough, right away, said positive again. And we were just like so happy, but also just shocked. Like, it wasn't even like we were jumping up and down. Like I was crying. Obviously, we were both crying and like so happy, but also just like, what the heck? Like, from this moment on, our entire life has changed. Yes. Like five minutes ago, I was about to play Xbox with my siblings and <laughs> like I was just eating talkies and like I feel like a kid. Yeah. And now I'm like pregnant. And so I actually did end up playing Xbox with my siblings. Like, like, and I did continue eating talkies. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Ten minutes after I was playing Xbox like live with my siblings, but we weren't planning on telling people for, you know, till we we're a little bit further along. And so I was like playing Xbox just like, in my head, like, oh my gosh, like I'm pregnant. I want to tell them, but I can't. And we're just, anyways, it was crazy. (laughs) So we went to Mexico and it was actually really nice because it was just us two. So we were kind of, and there was no way I was going to like see JC and be able to like not tell her within two seconds. So it was actually kind of nice that we were away from everybody and we didn't have to like face anybody to tell them. We could have just like a week of just me and Nick knowing and being able to talk about it. And then we came back and we were doing a Palm Springs trip with JC, Beth, like my sister was coming, my um, other sister was coming, uh, like a ton of friends were coming. And I told Nick, I'm like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Like, I want to wait until I'm like at least eight weeks. Nick's like, you're going to tell your friends. Like, you're not going to be in a house with them for a week and not tell them. And I was getting very sick at this point as well. So we got to Palm Springs and I was like, still planning on not telling you guys the first day. (laughs) Literally that night we got there and I was already feeling super sick. We went out to like dinner and... I was like snacking on saltines and just had like ginger ale in the fridge. I'm like, they're going to freaking know at this point. And then I told them and I was like, (laughs) I had my vlog camera set up in the bathroom. And I was like, I don't know why it's so like nerve wracking. Like I was so nervous to tell you guys. Like, I don't know why it's, it's just like telling someone, you know what I mean? But you're just nervous. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you guys come in here. I want to do the intro to the vlog. (laughs) And JC's like, Really, Chelsea? 
She's like, we've been driving all day. I was like, this is the worst time. Let's start the vlog tomorrow. Like, yeah. it was legitimately 11 p.m. She's like, guys, let's do the intro of the vlog. I'm like, no. <laughs> we were all so like funny. in our PJs. And- but honestly, and I think I I think maybe in the video, I haven't seen the video of us finding out, but I'm pretty sure because right when you're like, please, like, it'll be worth it. Yeah. I knew immediately when you said it'll be worth it. I was like, there's no, but I didn't, I was like so in shock. I was like, there's no way. Cause I thought yeah, you yeah. just started your period. But right when you said that, I was like, are you about to, but I didn't want to also spoil it. And then yeah. I think as you told me, I was like, you are not <gasps> I like, know. it was simultaneous, but it was so crazy. crazy and beyond shocking. Well, I did have to lie to JC because I, I did see her the day after I found out. We had told her I was, I was having cramps and Jason, and obviously we know that like both of us are trying and like yeah. we're very open about when we start yes. and like all of our symptoms. And I had told her I had gotten cramps and stuff. And she, like one of the first things that you said to me when I came over that day, you're like, have you started your period yet? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, anyways, so that's why she thought that I had like started my period. So there was no way that I was pregnant. Right. But yeah, then I told them and... Oh, it felt so nice. Like just to tell you guys because I was feeling so sick and then now I could like just talk be to you guys about it. Yeah, and be myself. And and it was actually perfect because my sister came and I was able to tell her and then my um, sister-in-law came as well. I was able to tell her and I told Danny and like all of my close friends. So, so it was actually like perfect timing. Yeah. It was but, literally just like a trip. Yeah. For, you know, you were able yeah. to literally tell everyone that was like the closest to you, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> I don't know about you guys, but I live in loungewear the second I get home. If I'm wearing anything but sw- like if I'm wearing jeans, doesn't even matter. I could be wearing a comfortable outfit, but the second I get home, I get into loungewear. Same. Guaranteed. So guess who just came out with loungewear and we're very who? excited about? Linen. This is one of my favorite, favorite brands. So this loungewear launch from Brooklinen is the socially acceptable equivalent of wearable duvet days. The same coziness of your Sunday morning snooze now comes in tees, tanks, joggers, and more. Yes, there are sweats too. We love to hear Hallelujah. it. Hallelujah. I love Brooklinen. We have so many of their products in my house. I've talked about it a million times. Their bath sheets are next level. It's basically just big fluffy bath towels. I have a robe from them. Leif has a robe. Our whole bedding situation is from Brooklinen. We're huge fans over here. So Brooklinen has been listening to what we all need most and they responded with ultra comfy loungewear at a fair price. You might say they've been listening to what we said. (laughs) (laughs) This loungewear has classic cuts and no zippers for limitless comfort that you can pull off in real life so you can luxuriate in coziness all day. Bonus points, Brooklinen offers bundle deals on loungewear so you can get more comfort for less money. And if you're looking for more ways to enhance your comfort, check out Brooklinen's candles, eye masks, and accessories to properly celebrate your chill. There's a reason Brooklinen has over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. So go on, get comfortable, and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code WHATWESAID to get $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That is, listen up closely, okay? B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com and enter promo code what we said for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com promo code what we said. Go check it out. 
When the weather gets warmer, the last thing I want to do is be all sweaty in my kitchen cooking over a flaming hot stove. No, thank you. But also, I don't want to order every you know meal as takeout. So that is why we are obsessed with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, flatbreads, smoothies, and more, all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I love knowing that the food I'm eating is actually good for me. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything. Our personal summer favorite is the Daily Harvest Scoops. This is their plant-based ice cream. It is the perfect sweet treat, plus it's gluten and dairy-free for all of our queens out there, like me. So some of our some of our favorite things to get from Daily Harvest, as you know, you've heard about the mint cacao smoothie. It's, you got to get the mint cacao it's smoothie. It's the OG. It's so good. But they also have a mango and papaya smoothie. They have a peach strawberry, I believe it is, which is also so, so good. Really good and refreshing. And they have a ton of bowls, like harvest bowls. They have this carrot coconut curry that is to die for. And they have so much more. You need to check them out. And honestly, you can never go wrong with any of their items. Daily Harvest is all about leaving the earth in a better place than they found it, not just for us, but for future generations to come. They focus on increasing biodiversity, investing in organic farming practices, reducing food waste, and even prioritizing recyclable and compostable packaging. Daily Harvest is delicious food, all built on whole organic fruits and vegetables that conveniently stay fresh in your freezer. So it's ready when you are. It's really the whole package. Stay cool, calm, and collected during the summer heat. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter the code what we said to get $25 off your first box. That's code what we said for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com code what we said. But anyways, well, yeah, that was like for the beginning that you uh, Chelsea was like on her deathbed for yeah. we for months. Yeah, so. let's let's talk about the fact that I think Amy Schumer has like this whole stand up skit about this, where she's like, "Why don't women talk about how horrible pregnancy is more often?" I, and actually, maybe because I have been, and I, so I like TikTok knows and it targets me, so I do see women talking about like how sick they are and stuff. I had no clue. I thought I just hear people say like. I love being pregnant. I miss being pregnant. Like I, you know, it's yeah, such it's an mo- amazing time. Like I just fell in love with my body. Literally week four, like the day we got to Mexico, I started feeling nauseous. Like not nauseous where I couldn't walk, but I started feeling, this is how I describe it. Like the last day when you have the stomach flu when you're little and you start, you're like, okay, I'm starting to feel better. Like I can kind of walk around my house now. Maybe I'll go to school tomorrow, but maybe not. And like, I can kind of eat, but it might come back up. You never know. Yes. That's how it was starting to feel in Mexico. I can't even look at those photos, honestly, because of how like just sick I was. Like I have to close my eyes when I scroll past that whole section of your Instagram feed. Yeah. And my, just my photo roll. Like I cannot look or even talking about it. Honestly, we got to, <laughs> like, we got to skip forward a little really? bit. And from like week four to week, probably like 16 or 18, like till very recently, I was sick all day, like every single day. I thought morning sickness was like, oh, I throw up a little cute little throw up in the toilet and then I'm good all day and I'm just nesting and, you know, enjoying pregnancy. No, I was like barely showered, barely brushed my teeth, throwing up three times a day, like so sick with nausea. And then also, um, I don't know if it's necessarily GERD because I was never diagnosed with that, but because I was throwing up so much and regurgitating, my throat started to hurt really bad. It was hard for me to sleep. I had to start sleeping on the couch that we have that like is 
has like a lifted head so that I could keep my body up. It was not fun at all. No. Like I was not, pl- so I, I think I've kind of talked about on the, this on the podcast and a little bit on Instagram, but I basically didn't post on Instagram or on anything for basically that whole entire time because I did not feel good at like all. Like months. I, yeah. And I wasn't planning on taking a social media break. Like I wanted to, you know, wait to announce for a while and I wanted to kind of stay casual up until that point. So no one would suspect anything, but I literally could not post. Like I was just so sick. I could not get ready. So I couldn't, I wasn't about to do a TikTok dance. I wasn't about to like Do vlog. an OOTD. Yeah. I barely put makeup on. Nick would, because <laughs> it's the point where Nick would be like, you should hop in the shower. Like you'll feel so much better. Yeah. Like just wash your hair. And I'm just like, no, like I was just nasty, honestly. Barely didn't want to change my clothes. Smells. Everything smelled bad to me. Like our house smelled bad to me. When we opened the door, it smelled bad to me. When I would come record the podcast because it would be talking so much. Every time I would leave Daisy's house, I would like throw up in her street. I would try and tell myself like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to throw up. But it was just like constant. Constant sickness. And I've heard some, like everyone has different experiences. So I don't want to scare people because you could be completely different. Like some people are like, I got really lucky. I have no nausea. And um, some people have it worse. Some people yeah. have to go to the hospital and have to get like hooked up to IVs because they can't keep liquids down. Yeah. You were, I feel like truly like a shell of yourself for like yeah. a month or two. Like I was yeah, shocked like you could it. even do, I mean, even when we'd be podcasting, you would like buck up and do it, but like you would be laying down and like <laughs> yeah. literally immediately afterwards, you'd just be like, I gotta go. Like you were yeah. not well for no, months. It was really, really horrible, honestly. And even now, I would tell Nick, don't let me forget how horrible I felt. So I like can appreciate feeling energized and like being able to walk around. And we're the same, like we have the same personality where we like to like get up and be active and we like to be up in the morning and walking around and goofing off. And it's like mentally, not even physically, it was like mentally, it was really hard for me to like wake up and not do anything all day and just be on the couch and feel like I have so much to do for work. I have so much like I'd have to push back everything that I had scheduled. And for some reason, we really (laughs) packed our schedule for the summer, which is so many things that I had to push off. And I had to like kind of come to a place where I was okay with taking time off like and just like being like, you know what? Like you don't have to feel guilty for just being nice to yourself and letting yourself have a break. It's like, we feel so like with hustle culture, you just feel this constant need to be like grinding. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was hard to even get on Instagram and see people like working. And and even like, I I would feel guilty if I saw pregnant, like people that were pregnant that were working. And I'm just like, how are you doing doing that? that? Like, I give you so much like props and like, Seriously, this made me have a huge appreciation for the single moms or people who have like really hard jobs who have to go to work every day while they're deathly ill. And they also in your first trimester, you're usually not telling people. Right. So you're just suffering in silence. It's like women really deserve (laughs) the world. They deserve the world. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. It was it was really nice in some ways to take a break from social media from although it stressed me out that I wasn't posting because I it almost wasn't intentional. You know how, like we were saying, if you intentionally take a break, it feels great. If you unintentionally take a break, it feels so stressful. Yeah. It feels like you're not working hard enough or doing enough. 
Yeah. So once I intentionally started to be like, okay, you know what? It's okay to just, you don't have to, even though, you know, you feel like you should be posting more and you should be keeping up with this and, you know, A, B, and C needs to get done. It's like, it's okay to just do what you can do physically when you're just not in a good place. Yeah. Mentally or physically, like whatever kind of place you're in in life. It's like, I, I feel like especially, I mean, men too, obviously, but <laughs> especially women, like we just go through so many hard things that we just push through sometimes. And mm-hmm. even just your period and hormones and stuff. It's like, yeah. that's enough to like- Even puberty. Yeah, all of it. It's just like, you have to give yourself a break. You have to give yourself some grace because your like body is going through so much. And we like to blame ourselves and like take full accountability for what we're not doing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's great to take accountability, but we don't need to be so hard on ourselves. And like, I don't know. I think some, we've talked about how toxic hustle culture can be, but I think it especially kind of showed me that I don't have to be chained to social media. It was like kind of nice to take a step back and be like, oh, if I don't post, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it's better for my business and financially to like be posting and be working, but it's not the end of the world. Like the world is not going to crumble if I don't do A, B, and C. Especially just for a few months. Like it sounds like a lot, but it's really not that long. Yeah. Like now it's like, it kind of probably, maybe it doesn't for you, but it's like, even though I feel like you have been pregnant for a long time, it also kind of just feels like, oh, that time period that you're sick, it's gone. And like, yeah, well, not completely, but like you're feeling a lot better than you were. And it that's kind of just like a blip in the distance at this point. No, totally. So just a shout out to women in general, honestly. Yes. It's like we go through so much. It's like even me and JC talk about this all the time. Like even with fertility, it's like everyone is going through something and they yes. they can say, you know, oh, I'm sick. Like I was even saying if someone before I got pregnant was like, oh, I'm really sick you know, it's been horrible. I've been on my deathbed all day, like just nauseous. It's like, I'd be like, oh, dang, like, sorry, that sucks. But it's like, until you go through like really hard things, it gives you a perspective on life Definitely. and you have so much more empathy for people who go through things. Like it, it doesn't have to be the same exact thing. It can be similar where it's like, oh, it's just hard. Like yeah. when life just is not going well and you're just like, yeah, I'm just going through some like rough things. And I think it was actually like interesting that, we and I guess like still we kind of are in that phase, but like even in the like in the depths of how sick you were is when I started fertility treatments. Yeah. And like we were both going through so much individually, but like opposite problems, but yeah. still like we could still connect on the level where we're just like our lives are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, where it's like physically it sucks, but also more so mentally. Yeah. But it kind of does show you like we were talking about this earlier before the podcast and you kind of mentioned it, that everyone really is going through something. Like, I don't know one person that I know that isn't going through something that's like challenging for them or hard for them or something that overwhelms them or stresses them out. And it's like, I don't know, no matter what it is, like to me, that's kind of comforting because I realized that like, I truly am not alone at all, even when we are going through these completely opposite problems or it's like, you know, you still like pregnancy has been hard for you. And that is so valid. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people like to invalidate other people for going through the opposite thing. Yeah. When it's like both of these struggles are so valid and we're allowed to both be, you know, have hard times. Yeah. Okay. Well, that goes perfectly into the inspirational quote that I was talking to you about earlier. We were on the phone and I was like, we we always have these like deep conversations and then we're like, we need to hang up because we need to have this conversation on the podcast because yeah. it's like, 
we're literally ruining everything right now. But I was like, okay, that's good. Because I was about to share like on the phone, an inspirational quote <laughs> that I heard on TikTok. Actually, it was from Olivia Jade, Miss Miss Olivia Jade. Miss Olivia Jade herself. <laughs> and she was saying something along the lines. She was talking to someone who was going through, I, I can't remember, like something very hard. And she was like, I just feel bad complaining about my problems because it's just like, I know people are going through like way worse things than I am, but I still feel like I'm struggling. But I just, it, I have this like internal conflict of like, this sucks for me, but also I feel guilty for feeling bad for myself. And I feel guilty for even talking about my problems. And the girl was saying like, you should never compare your problems with other people, like good or bad. Like people are always going to have it worse. People are always going to have it better. And if you're drowning, like even if you're 10 feet under the water or you're a hundred feet, like you're still drowning. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to look at other people. Well, they're drowning more than me. Like, yeah. so I can't be sad. I need it's to like, suck it up. Yeah. It's like, you're allowed to be sad and you're allowed to have your feelings and feel your feelings and ask for help. It's like, it's okay to vent. It's okay to feel like, dang, my life sucks right now. Yeah. And when you do that, it helps, it helps you so much to feel like better, really. Yeah. Like when you finally can accept your feelings of, dang, like this actually sucks. Like, cause I think sometimes we have a tendency. I know I do this sometimes I, like of toxic positivity, they call it where I'll have an issue going on that I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Like, no, 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 I'm fine. Like I shouldn't be complaining. Even when I'm sick, when I'm pregnant, I'm like, I wanted to get pregnant. You know, it's like, I feel guilty that I'm like complaining about this. But then it's like, as soon as I just say, like, even I was talking to your dad one week and I was like, I always wanted to be a tough pregnant girl. Like I always wanted to be like, no matter what, when I'm pregnant, I'm going to work all the time. No matter what, I'm going to take no days off. And I'm just going to be like a tough woman. Cause I've seen all these women do this, like super moms. Mm -hmm. So like, that's going to be me. And so when I just felt like I physically cannot even get up, like I can't take a walk around my neighborhood without feeling like I'm going to pass out. Like I can't even take a shower without feeling so sick. I can't eat anything. I can't even drink water. Like I feel like I'm you know, trying to nurture this little tiny baby inside of me and give it the best nutrients it can. But like, all I can eat is Uncrustables and Otter Pops. And if I eat anything else, it, I throw it up. It's like, I feel so, so bad about feeling bad about it. But as soon as I was talking to your dad and I was like, honestly, I just feel like disappointed in myself that I'm not like being tougher, or that I'm not like being someone that I thought that I should be. And he was like, who cares? He's like, this is your life. This is an amazing thing that's going on. And if you just like, it's good to just bring awareness to the fact that you're feeling sucky about it. And then if you can, it's like we always say, like question those thoughts, like, why do I feel the need to be like A, B, and C? Like, why do I feel the need to be shooting on myself and having these crazy expectations? And like, what is, is it really the end of the world? Is it really something that I should be stressed out about? No. Yeah. It's going to be okay. I know it's so hard because I feel like there is a line between like I've felt both of these things I feel like recently is like feeling your emotions and, and letting yourself live in that for a second so that you're not like you said being like toxically toxically okay? <laughs> toxic positive you know just not being like I need to be tougher like suppressing like, your feelings yeah but then there's also like wallowing which I think like I've also done a little bit yeah. of which makes me feel worse mm -hmm. so it's like you want to find that sweet spot, which I'm not saying I have found it, but it's like, you want to find that sweet spot of like feeling your emotions and then being like, okay, I'm going to move forward. And like, I've definitely had moments where I'm, I know that I'm wallowing because I'm just so like, poor me, poor me. Like, why is this happening to me? This is not like fair. This is so annoying. Like, 
but I get to a point where it's like, I'm just feeling that for so long. And then I'm just like, I gotta like, I want to feel better. Like, I don't want yeah. to feel like this. Like, I want to be living a happy life day to day. It's like, I can have my moments. I can have my days, but it's like, I can't like, like I'm sick feel, of this. Yeah, like I'm so sick of being like disappointed and like yeah. sad all the time. Like it's actually getting just hard for me to even like live my life and like be myself because I just like feel like a shell, you yeah. know? So it's so hard. Like, and I've been trying to find that balance of like, what I've been trying to do lately is like not put my life on hold. That's yeah. what I've been talking about a little bit. And this like pertains to more of the fertility stuff. Obviously your life literally had to be put on hold for a second. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's problems are different, but it's like, I think for me and anyone else going through fertility issues, like I've just kind of realized that it's like, I do want a family and I want a baby and I'm so excited for that. But like I, for the past three months have completely put everything on hold to do fertility treatments and basically have thought of nothing else. Like I just mm -hmm. like think so much of your energy. So much of my energy is just like, is this going to work? Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I need to take this medication. I have to do this go to so many appointments, like it just takes, has taken over my whole life. And like, just this past month, I was like, I need to take a little bit of my like power back and like, just mentally, it's like, I'm still trying to have a baby. I'm still doing all the fertility stuff, but like mentally I need to be in a different place because I've been so miserable. Like, so I feel like I've been trying to actually do more stuff that's like fun. And like, for me, for me, like working out and like, planning some trips and some different things I have to look forward to that I am doing for myself to have fun instead of yeah. just like wallowing in this like, you know what I'm saying? I don't no, know if any of that even No, matters, no, it but. makes perfect sense. It, it's um, another inspirational quote I heard on TikTok. This girl was saying, you know, you can look at, she was using like your childhood as an example, but any kind of struggle that you have, it's like, you can look at it like, I had a traumatic childhood. I had a horrible experience and my life sucks. There's that perspective. Or there's, I had really traumatic experiences as a child hard things happen to me. I'm working through it. Now what? And like the now what part of it, she was like, is the thing that's going to make or break your life. And if you look at things like you can be like, this sucked. Like I had this experience. It really sucked. Whatever it is that you're going through. And then you say, now what? It's like, okay, so you can feel that and then move forward with, you know, hope that things are going to get better. And like you said, like planning, it's like, that's exactly what you should be doing is having hope and, and yeah. looking forward to things and not, you know, giving it so much energy, like these negative things that are happening into our lives. It's, yeah. you don't want to, yeah, like you said, you want to find a good medium of not ignoring it, not suppressing it, but not wallowing in it. Exactly. And it's hard. It it's hard, hard when you're going through anything really. But I think that's a good, that's a really good point. Like the now what things I even think about that. I'm like, what kind of like example to like my kids and like person do I want to be? It's like, yeah, I, I definitely don't want to be like wallowing in sadness 24 seven because it's, it's exhausting. It's not even just that it's like, oh, I need to look tougher on the outside. Yeah. It's like, I'm just literally tired of feeling this way. So yeah. like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. And it's like, I want to be a good example to my future kids and to everyone that like, you can still live like, you know, yeah. try and live your best life. Even when you're going through something hard, it's like, it doesn't have to be your whole world. Like, yeah. I still, that's what I realized. I'm like, I feel like I'm losing myself in this process. Like I'm still me. I need to realize that it's like, I'm still the same, like funny, fun person. Like yeah. I don't want to lose that in this. You know what I mean? Like, no, for sure. I'm not going to let myself just, and I don't that, know. It is kind of, it is really like a sad thing when you start to feel like you lose that because yes. I even felt to probably a smaller degree of that when I was sick, I was just like, 
that was one of the things that was mentally hard for me is I was yeah. like, I feel like I'm not even myself. Like, will I ever be fun again? Like, will I ever be? It's like when you're sick when you're little, you're like, will I ever feel good again? You see your siblings come home from school and you have like stomach flu and they're just like having fun and eating food. And you're just like, I'll never feel like that again. It's like when you have a stuffy nose, you're like, I'll never be able to breathe yes. normally again. You realize what you took for granted or, yeah. or whatever. And I was just saying to Nick, I'm like, I just feel like so annoyed with myself so sick and tired of being sick and tired where it's just like I I'm not even don't even feel like myself like I feel like part of my personality and who I am is like being fun and like doing stupid dances around the house and like singing and just like having energy and like making my morning matcha it's like and then the mornings I wake up don't shower stay in bed then watch Survivor all day and I'm just like I can't do anything can't even read I feel so nauseous it's like I just feel like I am losing myself like yeah. who am I anymore if I can't be you know a b and c but I think you're right it's like you just have to kind of think now what like okay this sucks what can I even do about it and again I always give this advice to my clients like when they come with a problem it's like okay so what are we going to do about it you know let's talk about it let's vent about it let's kind of see where we're at emotionally and then what are we going to do about it let's make a plan for like moving forward yeah and it helps a lot to be like, okay, what can I do? I know I feel sick, but like I can, like, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> like, yeah, couldn't oh, do anything still. 28 seasons of Survivor. You know what I love, Chelsea? What? I love a shoe that is machine washable. Me too. It's next level. I feel like washing shoes is so incredibly annoying. And it's like, uh, just not realistic that I'm going to be doing it. So to be able to throw your shoes in the washing machine is so amazing. So that's why we love Rothy's. Rothy's belief style is about more than just fashion. And that's why everything they make is exceptionally comfortable, totally sustainable, and fully machine washable. From slip-on sneakers and classic flats to chic handbags and spacious totes, Rothy's fan favorite styles make getting dressed easy. And they're made with 100% recycled materials like thread spun from plastic water bottles. So start summer off on the right foot with comfortable bestsellers like flats, loafers, and sneakers from Rothy's. They also have sandals in an array of colors and spacious, washable bags that are perfect for summer getaways. Rothy's newly launched men's shoes are intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail and created with nearly zero waste. Rothy's men's shoes are durable, washable, and better for the planet, plus rigorous testing during R&D results in a perfect fit wash after wash. So it's for the whole family, you guys. Rothy's for everyone. We got Rothy's for you. Wait, how does Oprah say it? I forgot. You deserve shoes and bags that can keep up with your busy life. Go sock-free in your sneakers and don't sweat stinky clothes in your gym bag because everything Rothy's makes is fully machine washable, fresh and clean in no time. Keep it fresh this summer with washable shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com slash what we said to find your new warm weather favorites today. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash what we said. Go check it out. Life is officially happening again, which means wearing real clothes is also happening again. So if you're anything like us and you've forgotten what getting dressed is like and you have some events coming up, you're kind of blah about your current wardrobe or you're finding your old reliables just aren't fitting the way they used to, let us put you on to Newly, which is a monthly clothing rental subscription. So every Newly subscription includes your choice of any six styles that you want to rent each month. You choose whatever you want for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Then you have access to thousands of styles from, from more than one. 100 brands, everything from party dresses, premium denim, one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. They stock styles in 
a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes up to 5X plus maternity. They carry labels like For Love and Lemons, Love Shack Fancy, Lisa Says Gaw, Free People, Anthropology, and more. Fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facilities. So no laundry for you to worry about. And they have the option to buy what you love at a discount. So sometimes up to 75% off, which is awesome. Renting through Newly means getting to wear more, sometimes thousands worth of clothing while spending way less. It's a win-win for your closet and your checking account. Newly's shared closet helps curb that must-buy-everything-new feeling you get when there are exciting events on the calendar while still giving you new things to wear, which is one of the most toxic traits that I have is that I believe that every event that comes up, I have to have a completely new wardrobe and that's where Newly comes in. Plus they're flexible. So there are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal. If you lose a button, spill something, or just need to take a break, your life needs to flex and Newly gets it. Also, Newly carries everything you need to get from just pop to postpartum in style. I actually got um, targeted with this today. And I was like, wait, these maternity clothes are so cute. And they have maternity and maternity friendly pieces from labels like Ingrid and Isabel and Hutch offer thoughtfully designed features like nursing and pumping friendly necklines and patented supportive and cooling technology, which is, we love to hear it. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with code what we said 20. Just go to Newly, which is Newly with two U's, N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code what we said 20 at sign up to get $20 off your first month. That is N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code what we said 20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. It helps to know that all of these seasons of life are are temporary. Like, I think that's really important to remember is that, like, I was even speaking to my acupuncturist who I just went to for fertility recently, and she was saying, like, when you get pregnant, none of this will matter. Like, just all of these feelings and thoughts. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm not, you know, she's like, you're totally, like, you can feel the way you do. And, like, you know, I totally understand why you do feel the way you do. But she was like, once you just are pregnant, you're just going to be like, I'm pregnant. Yay. Like, and you'll just kind of like, then you'll have new problems. And it's like, you exactly. So all of this is temporary. Like I saw my friend repost something recently in her story that was like, look at how you've handled things in the past. And that's a good indication of like, that you can get through hard things basically. So it's like, yeah, all of us in our life have gone through hard things. And like, I think about that all the time. It's like, I've definitely gone through a lot of hard things in my life. I've gotten through every single one of them if you're still alive, you've gotten through every single one of your problems. And it's like, that's kind of gives me some hope too, because I realize that this is temporary. And, you know, I try not to think of like the bad what ifs or it's like, oh, it could last for years, you know, because Mm -hmm. that's just not helpful. But take it a day at a time. Yeah. Take it a day at a time. And like, this will pass. Like one day, this, these feelings will not they will be different. And it's like, yeah. that's comforting. Yeah. There's always going to be problems. It's like, you, you can move on to the next problem where you can just like live in the moment and be happy with what you have. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like, you are stressed about not getting pregnant. Then you get pregnant, then you're sick. And then I always, and now I always think I'm like, oh, I just can't wait till I have the baby. Life will be so much easier. Yeah. And I'm sure people with newborn babies are like, just freaking wait. Like yeah. your boobs hurt from breastfeeding. You're, you know, have this crying newborn. You can't get any sleep. But it's like, we're always looking forward to that next thing that happens in life. And we're just like never content with what we have. It's like, exactly. We just need to look at the good and the present, what's happening right now. Because we will look back on like these days and be like, remember when we were, you know, like 
in Cal in LA, it's like how, you know, you don't know how long you're going to be somewhere with right. certain people. It's like, remember we lived like four minutes away from each other in LA. Like we won't be thinking of all the sucky things. Exactly. That happened to us. It's like, we'll just be thinking of the good old days of doing our podcast in this house. And maybe one day it won't be like this. I, don't worry, guys. Not the pot. The podcast will still be here. We'll just be recording somewhere <laughs> maybe else. Maybe we'll quit one day. Yeah. We don't know. Keep you on your toes. So maybe you guys should listen more and subscribe to our <laughs> podcast on the Apple Podcast app and rate us five stars. Nothing less. I, um, I was listening to Skinny Confidential and this is like something I'll just share really quick about like life stages and stuff. They were talking about actually life. I think they were talking about how this pertains to different life stages and how like the girl that was on the podcast talking about how she would be so jealous of her friends that were like all in these stable relationships, like getting married. And she was, had like no dating prospects even. Like she wasn't dating anyone. She's like, they're getting these like awesome, like big time jobs. And she's like still living with her parents. And she's just like, what is happening? Like, and she'd just be like very like jealous and just wish that she had like certain things. And she was kind of talking about that experience. And like, spoiler alert, now she's, like, extremely successful. So it's, like, you know, yeah. everyone just has their time. But um, Michael was saying, like, I was listening to, or he, I don't know where he got this, but he said he heard this thing, this quote about how, like, if you wish for, like, someone's, some aspect of their life, like, you'd have to be willing to take every single part of their life. Yeah. And that's something that's, like, really important to remember is, like, when you are feeling, like, in general, it's that cheesy quote like comparison is truly the thief of joy like yeah. when you compare your life to others you're always going to feel like some aspect of it is not good especially when you're comparing yourself to thousands of people on the internet who all have different lives and are all showing you the best part of it it's like you're going to feel jealous of something or be like oh dang I wish I had that and that like really struck me because I was like wow like there are certain parts of people's lives that like I'll be like look to and be like dang like I wish I had that but then I think about like all the other parts just not even that their lives that like suck or something, but it's like, then I think about all the that other parts you that would have I would, to give up. Yeah, yeah. I would never want to give up. It's like, I love my husband. I love my friends. I love my family. I love where I live. It's like, why am I sitting here complaining about the one thing yeah. that like is annoying to me? You know what I mean? No, totally. You know, what's funny is when I was little, I guess, you know, when you're a child, you do just have more wisdom than when you're older. Because I was just remembering when I was little and I would see Disney Channel stars or like famous people and I'd be so jealous. I'm like, I just want to be a Disney Channel star. Like, I just want to be a movie star. I wish I could be this person. I would literally think like, wait, but then I would not know my family. Then I would not know my parents and I wouldn't know my siblings and that would suck. Like I'd rather have my life than theirs. But then when you get older, you're like, you don't think about that. Yeah. Very wise, very yeah. deep. Little Chelsea was wise. Oh, love that for you. Um, But I wanted to, speaking of bad things about pregnancy. <laughs> no, I, um, one night I was calling JC when I was really sick. It was so funny because JC would be like, how are you feeling today? And I'd be like, same old, just Literally never changed. Just be like, yeah. horrible. I'm like, great. And it stinks because it, there really is nothing like anyone else can do. Like Nick was so, I have to give a big shout out to Nick because he literally like stepped up and started doing everything. Like he started helping me with work and he started doing everything around the house. Like started taking Sophie. I did nothing. Like I didn't even feed Sophie anymore. Nick had to do everything and never complained about it. And I would be like, give me a massage. It makes me feel better. <laughs> and he would just step up to do it. But there's not much like people can do for you, unfortunately. That's what I was going to say. Sick. I felt like there was absolutely nothing that I could do for you yeah. to help. Like literally nothing. It's like, I couldn't even really call you and talk to you because it's like, you didn't even want to probably yeah. talk on the phone. It's yeah. like, there was nothing. Like I couldn't bring over your favorite tree because he didn't like you didn't, couldn't eat anything. It was yeah. just like, 
from a friend's perspective, I also just felt completely helpless. Yeah, like, I, was like, like, I have no idea what to do. Besides yeah. be like, are you feeling okay? Oh, I'm sorry. Like there was nothing. Yeah. And I can't imagine, I mean, obviously so much harder for you, but it is hard when like, yeah. there's literally nothing anyone can help you with. No, and, and honestly, even just like when people ask, like even when you just text and say, hey, how are you? It's like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, that's literally the best, you know? Yeah. But one night we were talking and so on my Flow app, again, shout out to the Flow app. They should be a sponsor for us, honestly. I love the Flow app. That I've been be using awesome. them for years. But they're really informative. Like they give me, so they help you track your pregnancy and it's, and um, like if you're trying to get pregnant, you can like track the day that you started your last period. So it helps you kind of know how far along you are, whatever. And it will give you every single day, like your pregnancy today, like how big is the baby? Like, what is it compared to? Like, what are some of the symptoms you could be experiencing? Like, what is the first trimester? Like, what is the second trimester? Like, and um, even on Google, like I would look it up, like, what are some of the first trimester symptoms? Because you just don't know if you've never been pregnant before. It's Mm -hmm. just like, I have never done this before and neither has my body. So I have no clue, like if this is normal, if this is like something wrong, whatever. So like not only being nauseous is like obviously a big one that a lot of pregnant women feel nauseous morning sickness you know some people don't throw up that much some people do whatever then there was also the heartburn which came in actually pretty quickly for me which some people say doesn't happen to like the third trimester but like I said I was getting kind of like GERD where it would hurt my um I've never, I don't know what GERD is it's like a esophagus it's something with your esophagus basically mm. where your food just comes back up pretty easily. So you have like really bad heartburn and it makes your throat hurt because you're like vomiting so much. So like your ass, the acid is like kind of cutting up your throat. And it would always, it still kind of feels like this sometimes, but it just feels like food is like stuck in my throat like all the time, like after I eat or I like am constantly burping or yeah, it's just not pleasant. Like it just felt like my, especially for somebody who is like, has always been so I felt like in tune with my body and like trusted my body so much with the foods I ate. And I always felt like I, you know, was decently healthy and like ate good foods and worked out to just all, all of a sudden go from like a hundred to zero where I could not move. I was eating uh, literally on crustables was the only thing that I could stomach. And I could not even drink water. It made me so sick that I would, I would have like these Pedialyte popsicles every once in a while. And to feel like that change where I felt like I couldn't trust my body to like function normally, like digestive wise was so frustrating to me where I'm just like, I took advantage of when I could just eat spicy ramen and I just knew that it would go down and I wouldn't have any problems. Like, you know what I mean? But anyways, so I was like looking up other things and it was like, sure enough, like, yes, nausea is a pregnancy symptom. And so is vomiting. Like you could get GERD. Also, you're going to have a lot of discharge and that's completely normal, which no one told me about, which sorry to the men listening, but just being honest here, it's like nonstop. And that's so annoying. Like So annoying, especially when I don't want to shower and like change all the time. I'd just be like, oh my gosh. Like, anyways, it's better than having a period. I'll say that, but... I was, me and Jace were on the phone and I was like reading all these her and we were just laughing because I would be like, uh, I look on my flop today and I'd be like, new symptoms. It's like, <laughs> it's sure enough, stuffy nose is a pregnancy symptom. Just like no reason, just adding it in there. Just, you just also have a stuffy nose for, again, why? 
what does it have to do with pregnancy? Like, how does that have anything to do with it? It's like second trimester. Ooh, that's when the headache starts. Like, oh my gosh. Like, really? Why can't, why can't you just feel amazing? Yes. It like, feels like that's period, what should happen. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're trying for a baby and then you get your period. Why can't it just be like amazing feeling? Yes. I know. That's what's double sucky about starting your period when you're trying for a baby. Yeah. Is that it's like, not only are you not pregnant, but like, it's just annoying and painful. painful. It's like, really? Yeah. And there's like multiple symptoms that go with menstruating as well. Yeah. That's very annoying. Yeah. My boobs hurt so bad the first trimester as well. Like so sore to the touch. (laughs) They're better now. I will say that. Also, again, if you don't want to listen to these details, I'm just going to be straight up about the changes because these were things I did not know were happening that I was like, what is happening? My nipples completely changed. So say goodbye to you know, <laughs> Say goodbye. In what way? Say goodbye to the small pink ones. Say hello to larger, darker nipples. Because your your nipples get larger and darker so the kid can see it when they're breastfeeding. Like, That's crazy. Your body naturally does that. It's not as pointy anymore. It gets more like bottle, you know, like a like the, like the nipple on a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Crazy. So weird. Um, also, you still do get cramps. Amazing. Yeah. Not really bad. Mine weren't super bad, but it's normal to have like light cramps. Just feels like period cramps. Um, hmm. I don't really get them anymore, but in the first trimester, I definitely did get them. And like, because your stomach's stretching out. Yeah. And um, I think your uterus is whatever. I don't really know. Also, you're so tired. Like, <laughs> just exhausted. Just <laughs> so completely exhausted. And this is mostly, I feel like first trimester is the worst. Like people say first trimester is the worst. Second trimester gets better. Third trimester, you're just huge. So you're just like trying to survive. Uncomfortable. And you want the baby out. Yeah. But yeah, your skin, my skin changed. Like I got more acne than I had gotten before. But that could also partially be due to the fact that I did not leave my house and I was eating on crust bowls. And like, I don't know if that was because of pregnancy or just because of my diet changes. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else shocking that I want to prepare people for that... Um, anyways, what I was saying before about Amy Schumer's skit, she was saying like, you just see these people in the movies that like, they're like typing at their job and they're just like, oops, they put their <laughs> hand over their mouth. Like, oh, I got to go throw up. They like go throw up like cutely in the trash, then come back to work. She's like, no, like that is not how it is. And I was like, no, at least, at least for me, it was like, there was one time, this is TMI for anybody. You can skip if you, you know, vomit trigger warning, but I was throwing up and Nick would come hold my hair every time I would throw up. And I threw up and burped at the same time. And he just started dying laughing. (laughs) I was like, get out. Like, (laughs) you cannot be in here if you're going to do this. But it's just like, not pretty. Like, just, I lost all my dignity of just like, okay, I'm like being very loud when I'm throwing up. Can't hold it in. Burping 24-7. Just not glamorous. Not the best vibes. No. And also you're not showing in your first trimester. Right. So it's like all for what? Yeah. You're just like, you. that's the fun part is like when you're like showing. Yeah. But you're just like sick. Dang. Well, not looking forward to that part. Yeah. But it's, you know, it does end. That's what I would tell myself. This will end, you know. Yes. Someday it'll end. And it did go a little bit longer than Google said, but mine, again, mine was like from week four to like week literally 18, like two weeks ago is when I started feeling like pretty much all the way better. And I still feel nauseous at night, but yeah. So. Wow. That, that's the update that's so the far. Tea. I'm just happy that I can tell people now that people know. 
I just never also felt like posting on social media because I never felt like I could be completely honest and like, yeah, tell what was really happening. Because if I would, I'd be like, hey, day 30 of being sick on the couch. But now I'm excited that I can like, you know, show my stomach first of all. And then as soon as I started feeling better, I was showing. So it was like, okay, now I can't post because you can see my stomach. And yeah, I did have to Photoshop every (laughs) single one of our merch photo shoot photos. Well, Maybe you don't have to now the rest of them. Did you already do some of them? Oh, the other ones. You yeah. Mean. Yeah. Like in the I other guess outfits. I don't have to. That's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't think you can see in these outfits. And then JC got huge. all the photos back. She's like, sorry, you're huge. <laughs> I'm like, whoops. I literally, Photoshop. <laughs> literally every single photo. I'm not joking, you guys, that you saw of our merch was Photoshopped yeah. to make Chelsea's stomach look smaller. There were some photos that were like not usable. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, that's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. Like it's huge. And that was ironically like the day you started showing like the most. Oh yeah, like, you like woke I popped up, that like, day. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, like the weeks when we were planning that, I'm like, I'll be fine. I'm getting a crop top. Like if anything, it just looks like I ate a little bit more, but nothing noticeable. And then literally that morning, I was like, um, I'm showing. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna die when they see the photo we posted today. Like you're like you have a full baby yeah. bump. Like yeah, please. It's yeah. so funny. Oh man. Well, so yeah, congratulations. Thank you. It's, it's been a long ride yeah. so far. Also, by the way, I do not know the gender, so don't ask me. I don't know it yet. We're going to find out, but I don't know when, so. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, stay tuned. And lastly, we'll end with, do not message me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't message either of us, actually. No. We we were talking about this on the phone a little bit, and I was like, I should maybe just say this on the podcast. Like, I feel like, so at this point, most of my best friends are pregnant. Like, yeah. A lot of my friends are pregnant. And if they're not pregnant, they're pretty much like trying. So it's like everyone in my life, I think we've just really gotten to that age where most of the people around us are trying for kids. I have, you know, one or two friends who are like not trying for kids. But like most of the people in my immediate circle, you know, want a family, whatever. And a lot of my best friends are pregnant or they just had a baby. So what I've been experiencing a lot on social media, which has honestly been adding to my stress is that people are messaging me a lot whenever like one of my friends announces that they're pregnant, like, or has their baby or or has their baby or anything like that to like tell, like basically to say that they're sorry for me. Like, I'm so sorry. Like I saw that this person is pregnant too. Like you must feel so alone, like just all this stuff. And I think everyone has really good intentions. And honestly, like a lot of the messages also when people just like pop in and are like, Hey, I'm just like sending you positive vibes. I'm like, Oh, that is so nice and thoughtful. And like, But I think these messages, and I was telling Chelsea, I'm like, I feel like with you, it's going to be even worse where people are going to message me and just be like, oh my gosh, like, this must be so hard for you, your best friend, like whatever. And it's, what I was telling Chelsea is it's like, it's hard when people tell you like how you feel or Mm -hmm. how you should feel like, oh, this is horrible for you. This must be so sad. It makes it worse, honestly. Yeah. You start to be like, oh, is it horrible for me? Exactly. When like, Sure, I've had some like hard days over the last few months, of course, but but like at the end of the day, I'm like a lot of the times doing actually like really well. And then people will be like, wow, I just saw this person's post. This must be, you know, such a hard time for you. Like whenever I do a Q&A, everyone's like, does it make you really sad that like all your friends are pregnant? And I'm like, what do you think? Like, what do you want me to say? No, like, yeah. No, it's like, of course I wish I was pregnant with them, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah, what answer just, are you expecting? So- I just was say I was like I should say that on the podcast because I feel like 
honestly, you'll have an already announced before this goes live. So I'm sure yeah. I've already gotten lots of these messages. Or but maybe like, I'll wait. No. Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I won't. No, you. Sh- I'm not saying that. Yeah. You should wait at all. I'm just saying like, by the time yeah. someone might hear this, maybe go, shiz, I already sent yeah, that yeah. message, which I want to tell you, you're fine. It's yeah. like, I'm not like- We understand it's coming from a great place. Yeah, it's coming from a great place. I just feel like that's something to know. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm built different, but it's like, <laughs> I don't really like when people pity me. I think that's yeah. like the, the hard thing for me is that doesn't feel like good. good to me. Whereas maybe some people actually like love the attention of being, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. for me- that does not like help me at all. It's not the like, kind of I feel you want. so bad for you. I'm just like, oh, that makes me feel like even more depressed. Like I should feel even worse because everyone is looking at me feeling yeah, like, pity for me. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it's not a good vibe. So anyway, like it's not a good look, yeah, guys. Stay, stay with the good vibes, you guys. Was that all? I, I've, I don't know if I said all that I was saying on the phone, but I feel like that was kind yeah. of majority because I also heard on Emma Chamberlain's podcast um I heard just like a clip of it or I don't remember something she was kind of saying the same thing she's like a lot of people online were being like oh she looks like so depressed like she needs to move to New York like she she looked happier there like she you can tell she's just going through so much and she like got on her podcast she's like I'm I'm literally not like I'm actually doing fine but when everyone on the internet millions of people and I don't have it that bad of course but it's like are telling me like, oh, she's, she looks so depressed. She's like, I started to wonder like, am I depressed? Yeah. But it's like, no, what I'm is, fine. What are other people saying that I'm not? Exactly. And so I think that's kind of the same, the same thing. It's like when a lot of people are telling me like, you must be so heartbroken. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I feel weird that I'm fine. At yeah. This it, moment. it feels better when people ask you how you are versus telling you how you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, you know, like they're thinking of you and that's sweet. And you know, kind, but then yeah. when they tell you how you are, it's like, and I think the other aspect to it that I'm kind of like, Ooh, is like, like, I don't want this to be made about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. For any of my friends who are getting pregnant, it's like, that's the last kind of attention I want is for you to be yeah. like, this is horrible for JC. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is the happiest time of their life. Like, yeah. don't bring me into it. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So all around, I just want positivity and positive vibes for both of us and yeah. for both of our sake, you know, well, we trust you guys. Yeah. Most of you. Oh, I wish you'll do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. Like unsending messages. Yeah. No, I swear if you uh, sent me a message like that, I just want you to know it's okay. It's okay. You don't even need to like now text me and apologize or DM me and apologize. Like <laughs> I 100% know that you guys are coming from an amazing place and you're like so caring. I just yeah. wanted to throw that out there for future. Yeah. Reference. It's just that there's probably more than one. It's like, it's like we were saying, sometimes people might think they're the one person that's saying that to you, but when you're getting hundreds of messages, yeah. it's like, Okay, each of you have great intentions, but it's like overwhelming for me. Yes, so exactly. Yeah, well, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? We kind of wanted this we, episode to yeah. be like kind of about, you know, self-love and women appreciation. We kind of sprinkled stuff in there, but I just feel yeah. like there was too much to catch everyone yeah. up on. Like this has been our whole life. You know what I mean? Yeah, this it's has been, been a while. So, I mean, we could talk for two more hours yeah. probably about just this, but yeah. Remind me to tell you guys about my um, gestational uh, diabetes test that I took. That was quite crazy, but which was another thing about pregnancy that, but we'll leave you on a cliffhanger. We'll I'll tell you that next time. Does she have it or does she not? <laughs> Ooh, you'll no, spoiler alert, I do not have it. So, so no one messages oh. me, but okay. <laughs> sends I'm me trying links. to get more views. Oh, true. I'm just kidding. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Everyone send your well wishes to Chelsea. We're going to be posting a cute photo that we took at our merch photo shoot. We did some other 
photos and we took one, which we would, I didn't, wasn't planning on like even posting that for what we said, but I'm no. like, wait, it's perfect. Yeah. So, cause we're I'm wearing we our it. pink and blue outfits. So yeah. I'm glad we took it. Um, but go and follow then, us on Instagram. Oh, what? Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and then in December, I don't think I said my due date either, but I'm 20 weeks. So if people do the math, right. Then I'm due in December, the middle of December. So have a little Christmas, what we said, baby. <gasps> Crazy. Maybe. It could be a Capricorn. Could be a Capricorn. Could, could, could. could be a Sagittarius. Could. We'll see. You know, what's so sad is I had this dream of, well, not dream. Like I didn't actually dream this. I just had this, you know, fantasy where you would have a Capricorn and I would have an Aries. Oh yeah. And for a moment there, it was like, could have been possible. Yeah. Like you're right on the brink of having a I'll Capricorn. Have, I'd have to be a little bit late, like a couple weeks, like a week or two late have a Capricorn I think a whole week or two I think so uh, so it's not happening yeah and then for me to have an Aries I think I'd already have to be pregnant which yeah I'm not so I don't think uh, our dream is happening yeah uh, we'll have a Sagittarius and something else yeah well maybe I, I, I don't know I need to check the dates but <laughs> yeah we'll see but thank you guys so much for listening hope you enjoyed make sure to follow our Instagram at what we said podcast make sure to subscribe to our podcast if you want to be notified when new episodes come out Give us a rating and review if you're feeling frisky. If you're feeling up for it. That would be amazing. Those help us out a lot. And yeah, make sure to also share on your story if you're ever enjoying an episode and want to share the love. But we love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Goodbye. Goodbye.